it is a journal, and journals start and tell stories and end. It's, but is there like a overarching story to this? Is there a reason for the? I mean, I I want to watch it to the end, but I I don't want to be disappointed. Um, you will be disappointed. What we're going to see is a saga of what's to come, and it's not really going to wrap up in a. The war's over, Carl. Nineteen forty-five. No, it's not over. It's not over. Wow, it's still happening. Yes, that's right. Nineteen fifty-five. Still in 15 war. Fifteen years. And look, trenches. You see that? Yeah, that's right. Nineteen fifty-five. They're in trenches. Now you'll see some sock hops, and Stefan's has a cameo. Oh right, in nineteen sixty, this movie doesn't make any sense. Oh, this now be... it's no, it's now it's nineteen sixty. It's Laverne and Shirley in trenches. <laughs> Look at it's that Carl. Dead guy Whoa. In one. Oh, he's the Invisible Man. They killed him. <laughs> right. He just okay. So now we're like way in the future, and it's 1966. Okay, and the world is a wasteland. So much oh. war. And there'll be disease too. So the news, uh, Look, the paper see newspaper. Says, see, it says four pounds sterling. Yeah. To a person in 1936, they'd be like, "What the fuck?" I mean, that is inflation, you know. But you know, it's large print, so they those because they're, they're <laughs> a lot older now. I didn't like that when I saw it. It didn't make sense. Why isn't it in a newspaper? But he's a, this movie communicates through a lot of signs and a lot of. Now newspapers. look at every town. Look at it. Every town oh. is demolished. Hey. What do you want to do? I don't know what I'm we were in before. Yeah. What, what, is it? what is that? Friends out for night? What do you want to do? What oh, no, no, go ahead. No, no, it's fine. It's, oh, well, we want to we wanna clean up some rubble. I don't know. I thought I would go over and clean some rubble. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you see all the brooms? I want to sweep the dirt. Hey, man, I, I heard uh, there was a band playing at the bowling alley <laughs> Oh, cool. Really? There's playing in a bowling alley raid tonight. We should check that out. <laughs> There's a raid tonight at the the crumbled well. Oh, cool. I, I, I could pick up a couple items. Okay, now, why did a sickness come? I'm not sure. I guess from the gas or something. From I'm war, sure. yeah. yeah so war. What happens in this is you get intently sick. Intensely sick? And you, yeah, you didn't intend to get sick, did you? You get intensely sick, and then all of a sudden, you wake up and spring out of bed and sort of kind of zombie your way. You're in a lot of pain. You start walking. What does Dr. Harding think about this? Right. It was terrible. How many H.G. Uh, Wells books or movies have you watched or read? Well, um... I read yeah. that Time Machine one. I read Leagues Under the Sea, the submarine one. Listen, I think that might be Vern. Oh. Jules Vern. Okay, I don't know. Just I certainly the Time Machine. Here he comes. Here's the – he's not really a zombie. Oh, I the, say. War of the Worlds. Disease person. Oh, no, right. I should have wore a mask. Right. That's where I was going. Now look at this guy. You see this guy? I think he's going to become our bad guy. I think that's the one with our the hat, guy. the American. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, so he that did guy a... was um, uh, hired because he was a name. So what he's saying is, oh, a bloodless shot. Uh, damn it. Why was right. we shoot each other in the street? I need oh my to God, come up sh- door. He shot Bob Fosse. Oh, so anyway, <laughs> the bad guy who I think is the bad guy is like rallying the troops. Like, if you see a walking zombie, fucking shoot them. They got the disease. Anyone with the disease, kill them. And like, this will pay off like a decade in the future. But okay. it's a long, painful, pill people process. Look, a zombie, bang. Yeah. You see a zombie, shoot it. Got it. So okay. shoot him in the head. No, I just did that. Now, the the love interest here, this film doesn't have heroes and such, except for this one guy. She's sold to us as a love interest. She's got the zombie zap and oh, no. the whammy jammy, and she's going to do it. She's going to get up and start walking. There's a guy on, like, zombie patrol now. Right. You see oh, a zombie, shoot him in the, between the eyes. Does that stop them from zombieism? I guess. They're dead. Fine. The idea oh, no. is stop the spread of the disease. She's now, got the zombieitis. I guess, but she's not really a zombie. She's just like fucked up and in pain or something weird. She's sick. Walking oh. around with more toys. Zombieitis. Scramble. Zombie Scurry. Then this, the doctor will come out like, don't shoot her. Don't shoot her. And then the bad guy will be like, hey, didn't I fucking tell you to shoot these people? And he goes, okay, bull. And he does it. There we go. It's Ready? not the doctor. It's the love interest. No! Hey, I'm the hey. bad guy around here. Right, I'm the American with the hat. A bloodless shooting again without any... Gun smoke or... Or even noise. I think I heard like a massive pop. (laughs) Oh, look at this. No matter the wreck and the ravages. We're not stopping in 67. We'll stop in 1970. Does things pick up in 1970? Like, do they have houses? Well, like, there's a popular show called The Brady Bunch on. And, like, the hippies kind of die out in this period, you know. This is for the knee decade. (laughs) Yes, I am. Saturday Night Live gets big. Um, right. New Wave is born, although it's not big. I see a lot of Cousinarts, a Perrier Water, <laughs> and Running Shoes. That's a good one, Mike. Cousinarts. That's perfect timing. If it's 1970, it's probably like Pet Rock. Yeah. Hey, it's, look it's at this. Things are coming back. And it's, it's descriptive of their services, so I know what a dairyman is. <laughs> they pay, yeah. they spent a lot of money on this, and it was over a million dollars in American money. But they they did it in Sterling pounds. I mean, this is everything in the shot. There's no tricks, right? And they do math. You think like to kind of well, yeah. Like for instance, during the first war that we saw, um, right. like they had from the building crumble fall on people, but it was superimposed. But these shots with hundreds of people in the square, they're there at the shot. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, misunderstood. Yeah, this is all practical. But, I, you know but no, no, the explosion part of this, 
Hey, you look, Carlos, your dad. Your dad's in the shot. Oh, look. What? I didn't see my dad. You, yeah, you really did? Darn there's it. a little baby right there. <coughs> oh, it's your great-great-grandpa. It's your great-great-grandpa. Great fluffy. Your great, it's right. It's your great-grandfather. Great-grandfather. Then they're like, hey, we got a fucking car. In the county or whatever. They they manufacture cars now? I guess so. They manufacture no. tanks. No. No. He got a... Oh. It's like a Cuban special. We're going to finally go Mad Max in this one. No. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> oh, the donkey's pulling it. That's so he's tired. Carlos, he's tired. Well, no, he doesn't have gas at the moment. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> it is kind of stupid. How many horsepower you got? What are you, are you blind? I got two. One right in front of me. I noticed it was like newspaper, newspaper in 1970s. Like, hello, radio news, non-visual radio news. Give us 22 minutes. We'll narrate your film. Now that was Ollie Ollie Ox. Saw, and they're gonna set him free. Ollie Ox is free. That dome. That's City Hall. Back in the day, there's yeah. There's gonna be an open mic at the. Well, you know, I'll go to William Briggs and be like, listen, Tuesday's kind of dead, right? Yeah, you, you guys can do a little business on Tuesdays, right? Right. Listen, look, there's a lot of foot traffic. There's soldiers marching. There's, you know, <laughs> people will come in. They'll get a drink. Uh, Tony B. Do you know Open Mic or Tony B? Wait, 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 wait. Do you think that's the same guy who was doing the shooting? I, I think it is. He is wearing a hat, Carl. No, well, no, he's like now the local warlord. And he's bullying them. I want my planes in the air. We're at war. Warlord. The war's raging on. And... Daddy Warbucks. Is that I'll as look. loud as you could be? Oh, no, I could crank this up. It's not my fault this guy's dull. Yeah. Well, you know, he's going to be a blustering blowhard, but he's not a – he's not an asshole. He gets – you know, he says he's a leader. They got a sorceress? No, that's just his wife. <laughs> this isn't the future that you're thinking of. Yeah, the in the future, vampires walk during daylight. Right, and they'd be dressed up all today. I don't yeah. know what that means. I mean, for a post-apocalyptic world, everyone's hair is fantastic now. A lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. And that's another thing. Like, they'll always have their 1936 hairstyles. In the future, right. that won't change. Right. Michael Richards had the same haircut. <laughs> Nothing ever changed. Wait. Holy shit. Oh, what is that? There's no such fucking thing as a plane. What is that? Metal bird. Yeah, Mad Max was like Road Warrior. They were like, oh, shit. No, it was in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Remember the guy had a whirly bird or whatever? Yeah, he had a uh, yeah, he had an airplane, and they were all going to yeah. take off in it. Remember, there was not enough runway, and yeah, 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 that's right. The Australian, he was so Australian. Yeah, totally. Okay, so the plane's right. landing, so he's like, "Go arrest them and bring him to me." Who is this person? 
Listen, I'm the war. Right. Uh, right. He's. That's it. I'm the war lord around here. Yeah. He's the war whore. I don't like that term. It's warlord. So what? <laughs> don't lord worry, of JB. lord of whore. <laughs> um, <laughs> he is the. Um, he has been trying to get planes in the air so he can win this war, and they're all fucked up and they don't have fancy gas and. But um, somebody's flying over in a plane. He's like, that's my... T-. Now, this is their idea of a totally modern plane. Yeah, look, there's no flies. He'll hit you in the teeth because you got this mask on. You burp in there, though. That's what you got to say. <laughs> Where can I vomit? I've been wearing this helmet for two hours. Yeah, this is a space helmet. Got space hair. <laughs> well, he's just I'm old. Know. He's just old. So this Who's guy that? comes up and it's like you're under arrest. You know they they sent this bumbling idiot, and he just sort of walks all over him, and now he's leading him. Come on, I know the way. I, I know everyone. Let's follow space, Dad. Right. That's Japanese. Those high shoulders. That was a design they got from. Oh. Kimo- I don't know what the word is. Sorry. Oh, good. They put the camera on the ground, Carl. Yeah, the cameraman was sick that day, and the <laughs> Wells was like, "We're directing. Right. We're, I mean, we're we're filming. Let's." I I quit. I quit, and I'm taking my tripod. God damn it! God damn it! All right. Budget. <laughs> I spent all this money on these war signs and uh, old broken signs in the background. Did you see Citizen Kane? I think this will work. I know, I know, but I'm H.G. Wells. I'm predicting the future. Right. War of the Worlds. That was a big one. So this guy has not gone to the warlord, and he's get, he's going into the professor's lab kind of thing. And now this like bumbling idiot again is like, no, no, I'm be- I'm really being serious now. You you gotta come with me. Wow, look at that. That's the dome we saw. Yep. He's one man's living in. Oh, I guess oh, it's his he office. Is the whore lord? Yes. Now she. He's Biff. <laughs> yeah. He's back to the future too. Yeah. 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 Yep. Now she is smarter than him. Okay, and she's like queen, you know, but not really because she's a woman and she just, she's not, you know, not going to get a chance. But she can advise, and he's saying, stop bullying this guy around. Do you want planes? Just figure out what he knows, you know. He comes from a place that represents... um The Freemasonry of science. Yeah, it's. It, He's a space mason. People trying to get civilization back together. Okay. Uh huh. Well, with secret and handshakes. The name, and um, who's representing that? He's going to have the warlord fall in line. Eventually, they're going to come and invade and shut him down. Clever. But I think he's a Freemason from outer space. Yeah. Yeah, the the feds in the little car. Not from outer space. He's from the future.
when does the Marvel blip happen? The five year span? <laughs> Marvel blip? What That's is 2007 that? to 2012. You talking about the cima- cinematic universe? Remember the guy snapped his fingers? Hey, Carl. Oh, I, yeah, that was. Uh, I went to. I, I actually asked for my money back when I saw that movie. And the manager says, Can I help you? I said, uh, Yeah, I would like to get two tickets refunded for Avengers. Uh, he goes, well, Why, sir? You watched the entire movie. I go, Uh huh. That movie was about a guy who snapped his fingers and half the world population disappeared. Uh-huh. And my friend is still here. I want my money back. It didn't work. Yeah, but it's not reality. Okay, I so had he's a 50 50 what? chance. Yeah, right. It depends. If you get a manager who's like, fuck this job, right? No, no, 50% of my friends would disappear. Right. Oh, okay, okay. I'm yeah, a little behind. Hey, this is a joke I, I never give up on. <laughs> it's just to see if I have a minute to go left. And you often do. Yeah, I come up short. I'm like, <laughs> here's my strong joke, a little filler. Here's my strong middle. Little filler, a killer <laughs> ending, and I look it's like a minute and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I better tell that another joke. So we're missing a lot of really plot. What we're missing is blustering. So what's happening is he's like, "You're mine now. I own you. You are my prisoner. You're gonna help me make planes." And he's like, "Look, man, I it's not me. I represent a whole." You know, new civilization, and if Things they know I'm come. here, if yeah, I don't go home, they're coming to get you. And who's who's in the middle? Who's who else is there? The the queen is there, if that's her right. real term. Seriously, drinking this guy in and learning about. Gotcha. I got. My God, Star Wars prequels are more interesting. Well, look at that. He's like letting it dangle. Yeah, that's right. Guess? Now, he's Sorry. got some German insignia. And what it implies is that the Germans invaded the UK. But we never learned the, who's the enemy. We're in any town, Carl. Any, any town. You any town. This could be a town in Germany. Look how good he is acting as a kooky dictator with his wide-eyed yeah. proclamations storming in, right? He's wearing lion skin or some bullshit. Look at him. Yeah, man. He's acting. Put his feet on the bed. I, no well, hey, man. would do that. I'm a warlord. He, he needs a yacht. If he's a true warlord, you get yourself uh, a yacht, a mega yacht. They're landlocked in every. They got a crest there. He's making a lot of sense. He's advising him not to bully this guy. And... Aerial bus driver. Oh, okay. They left me alone. I could finally do what I can. Well, he's sort of like in some sort of cell. Oh, I see. I see. They locked him up. Don't be such a dunce. So let me get this straight. This guy comes from another place. He has things to things like, that yeah, he comes from like uh, wherever their central base is, Nova gotcha. Scotia, Canada. I don't know. All right, I got gotcha. you. 
Right, and they're, like, building a new civilization. They're kind of doing it, like, I wouldn't say town to town, but, like, area to area. They're coming in, and they're finding out who's the asshole warlord, and they're... They're they're kicking the beehive. They're rattling the cages. This would be a great TV show. Every week, you go to a feudal warlord's thing. Right. And it's just some kind of take a story on trying to... And in the end... Have to kick your ass and take your land. Season finale, like the main, like uh, you know, best friend dies, like at the hands of the warlord. He loses his his wife, dies something. Right. You know? Oh, look at the oh, trenches again. World War One. Now we'll yeah. see that throughout. There are some predictions they make that work. Others that don't, but we'll never leave machine the guns. mentality of make bigger machines, or you know that kind of thing. Right. Maybe I'm a little underprepared for this one. I did see it four times. No, My this research is good. isn't solid. Carl, all you have to know is that there are things to come. That's it. That's the research you need to do. <laughs> tell me about the time. Tell me about the movie. so sharp and having all the answers and blah, blah, blah. This is the most descriptive movie title I've ever heard. Dennis Things. Now, you see how those were 1936 horses, not like our modern horses. Not like our modern day horses. But don't forget, there was a war from uh, 1940 <laughs> to the present. Yeah, but think about that. That's 40, 50, 60, 76 years. I Non-stop mean, war. Yeah, but then they – I don't know. It Never-ending war. I wonder if you as a filmmaker did that, like just changed hairstyles to something we've never seen before, make them wear spazzy clothes, you know, like, like would that turn off an audience? Well, we, we're just waiting for this guy to finish the speech, but the camera's walking around. There's so many people in so many detailed costumes around here, you know? Yes, we will like, there's never guy in the corner. speeches. I mean, the fire in the room is more interesting than this. Yeah, what kind of ventilation? Oh, the dome, the right? The cracked dome? Oh, I guess the cracked dome, yeah. So right now, it's like more bullying, like, I want my fucking planes! And then they're like, well, if you want the planes, we need the professor, and we need this new uh, weirdo space guy. What a shot! Yeah, with the smoke in the background. Got the sharp nose and the out of focus nose. You can visualize the 1936 movie trailer, right? There's a cut like that, and then a, yeah. a title card will come up, and it'll say, "What a cast!" And then they'll have a little zippity zippity doo. <laughs> like you were there. We've yeah. seen so many of these films. I remember, like, uh, I would discover like a movie from the '30s has a trailer, and it's just like clips and like yeah. little doodles. So poorly You'll done. You'll laugh. This guy was modeled after Mussolini. That's what H. G. Wells did. Oh, did Mussolini? Did H. G. Wells realize that Mussolini? No, oh, he bit his weenie. Mussolini the weenie. Where did you did you make that up or did you? No, there's a 
remember, I think it was from Life is Hell. There's like a World War II Kimo Bells or Kimo Bells. No, he bit his weenie. He bit his weenie. Okay. There is this one joke song I I learned in the 1940s they made a joke song against germany because we were at war and it was like when the fuhrer says we is the master race we howl <laughs> howl <laughs> right into his face have you ever was heard it mike jones yeah i have heard yes that. yes it was yeah yeah uh, that's j-o-n-e-s it's fun okay so this guy's like no i will not help you i i he wants a gas and he wants airplanes. I, so it's just bullying. I don't know. It's it's even a little boring. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is at least there's a story to this. Well, is there? It's very detached, and one thing doesn't lead to another. I don't know. Okay. H.G. Wells conceived this treatment as a new story meant to display the social and political forces possibilities. He had outlined in his 1933 book, a work he considered less a novel than a discussion in fictional form presented itself as notes of a 22nd century diplomat. Gotcha. Have you ever seen uh, Cloud Atlas? Yeah, horrible. But that was like past, present, and future. Yeah, well, it, that's not nice to say horrible. It wasn't horrible. Um, I think I was confusing it with Fountainhead. Oh, the Fountain, yeah, Fountainhead and uh, Cloud Atlas, two different movies. But I, yeah, I hear you about that. Because I think she wrote a, a book. Anne Rand wrote The Fountainhead. Right. And uh, Darren Aronofsky directed and posted a three-hour uh, on it. But Which Cloud Atlas was a, a novel, different by a different author. And I, I attempted to read the novel, like I always try to do. I mm. made it through like at least the first chapter. But it's basically different periods of time where the same actors played different roles uh, in each time period. Different makeup and, uh, and all I did connected, enjoy man. Yeah. So but I, can, I can see you cannot. Yeah. No, no, no. It, he's just blustering, and he'll continue to do it. This film drags its ass in the middle. He's great. She's been either bored or interesting. Or that's it. And you can see behind her eyes. She's thinking. Yeah. Not Blondie here, right? Oh uh, no, Blondie's doing her part. Wait for this is quiet. <laughs> Can we have a seat at the table where there's not billowing smoke behind me? <laughs> it's very hard for me to eat these dishes. Now he's railing against books. This guy is Mussolini. You could tell Wells is like, fuck you. We shouldn't pay Wells royalties. Who's with me? Oh, what a now, terrible Mike, future. Queenie's out of there. And where does she go? It's a sword. Yeah. It's a, it's a very civil conversation and very reasonable. She should be the warlord. 
Well, that's a good point. So, but isn't he like out to break uh, heads or large heads and bust up shit? No, he's out. He'll do that because the job has to get done. But no, he goes to places and reasons with them, you know, and you know, I'll cure your sickness. I will. You know, he he brings yes. civilization. Getting rid of the sickness will just stop the bloodless bloodshed on the streets. And the bloodless, the non-firing killing guns. That ah, pew, pew. Oh, all right, pew. Oh, I got pews. <laughs> oh, that's my cue to fall down. bargaining yeah well she's trying to right now she's not bargaining as much as she's explaining herself why she's like once once they learn about him and everything and you know like what he represents is a life outside these city walls and an end to poverty and Nice. So she's like, I'm willing to deal, but I don't have the power. Oh, so she's bargaining with this guy. This is really interesting. Also, there's 17 steps behind her, I counted. 17 steps? Isn't that interesting? Well, it's very compulsive of you. Two, three, four, five, five, six. Get out of the way, nine. Nine. Oh, shit. One. I was almost there. <laughs> I started to sweat because I ran out of. I'm go, you know, I could see I was going to run out of fingers to get. Thank God, thank God, there were twenty-one steps. <laughs> that, uh, that's an I mean, the astronomical. That one, two, three, four, seven, eight, top nine. Let. Oh fuck! Oh. Do you count? Do you count the mezzanine as a step? I do. Yeah. Interesting. That's so interesting. This movie is so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. Okay, he says, so you've come for a diplomatic mission, have you? Parley. Parley. Look how he's staggering a little drunk and he's still Mussolini. Got the trench breath. Trench breath. That's right. There you go. Trench breath. All right. Yeah. Anyway, look. This I don't ends think today. This, I don't think this is. This is good, man. I mean, it's just. You know, I I appreciate that that they're going for it. They're going for broke. Cause there's been Nostradamus movies. Maybe I could find it on YouTube. But there was one from the '80s where he Nostradamus predicts. I think Orson Welles hosted it. Okay. And. They had someone play Nostradamus, and at the end, it's like, there's going to be a war, and if, you know, you happen to be in New York City during the month of September, stay clear. Stay inside. Get in the basement. Yeah, go go to New Jersey. Just say it. But it was like a... Is it it a full-length movie? Yeah, it is. It was like Nostradamus says, you know, 
that or like okay. the wink. It was it was these popular books and I guess templates for, for things to come where it would be like what was it? The chariots of the gods he wrote. I remember that. Yeah. The, Nostradamus had his prediction. The movie twenty uh twelve John Cusack was based on right. Nostradamus' prediction of the world winning. Wait, I thought that was the Aztec calendar. Well, I think but, he ripped off and never gave him credit. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's the Aztec calendar. Look how he's helping him fix the planes now. He knows how to work a wrench and stuff. There's a lot of money invested in all this stuff, like the bayonets and <laughs> this mechanical stuff. Think this coon skin cap came off a coon? Raccoon. They like go, yeah, they must have like seen raccoon meat. Or he must have just got it at the Dizzy store that was destroyed in 1966. <laughs> the Davy Crockett hat. Look at this. We are barnstorming. Too bad the bars are a piece of shit. Oh my goodness, they've done it! We've got a working plane. We do. Next up is the dance on the wing. The audience below. Ooh. Look, All yeah, right. What year is yeah. this now? No, this is the civilized. Interesting. Still, Look at how yeah, advanced technology. Soundless recording. Noiseless recording. You know it is just like their idea would be what we have today, but like souped up bigger and better. Right. You know, they're on that step ladder. Junk Slayer. So he's the, the head leader. Well, they're like, guess what? Uh, you know, what's his face didn't check in. Just like the guy was threatening to the, the, the Mussolini. Uh, posters in the main okay so this is about like H.G. Wells degree of control over the project like it's unprecedented for a screenwriter like posters in the main title build the film as H.G. Wells things to come with an Alexander Corda production appearing smaller so the, the production company itself was little to his name he was the famous name Wells had no control over the finished product, really. It just, uh, there were many scenes shot and truncated. Like, he was all over its production. Okay, so futuristic costumes worn by citizens of every town with the rigid shoulder extensions were patterned after Ginu shoulder cloth of the Japanese samurai. This film's released uh, in the U.S. 1947. That's a long time after. It would be a double bill. Another H.G. Wells inspired film. 
And what they're loading here is called happy gas. Now what they're loading up here on the plane, Mike, it's happy gas. It's the opposite of that World War II evil gas that'll kill you. This is peace gas. Right. This is peace gas. Okay, so that's H.G. Wells' way. The left is right then. Right is wrong. So Mussolini's blustering and says, get in your planes, let's go. So now they're going to fight whoever the enemy is, okay? Which are those future guys that are going to crush No, them? no, not the future guys. Like the other warlords. Gotcha. It's like feudal Europe kind of thing. No, they know these guys have the edge because the other feudal warlords might not realize future guys are going to get them. How quaint, a 1970 gas mask. <laughs> blustering, blustering! Why do I feel like I'm in Springfield from The Simpsons? Oh, look at that. Yeah. Modern. That is a very modern model. It's available at FAO Sports, uh, second floor. You know it's a real shot because it's going through clouds. You can't fake that. Oh, I know. And the string was like, looked like it was dangling and not hovering. The H.G. Wells predicting the future string technology. Right. In the future, model uh, planes will uh, represent real planes in the future. Did you see how the dials were big, like, barometer and clocks? Right. So it's like, if we saw it today, it would be like some sort of float screen with little boxes and, you well, know. Like, like those weird wheel-to-wheel uh, -wheel computer databases that are <laughs> you moved it and it went around. <laughs> they were in the future. They sure were, buddy. <laughs> what is this? Come, who's this? Go rave against the Bridgers. Uh, we're going to have this long sequence. Now, right. it's so 1936 because they're going to deploy by parachute. You know, it's just. Aren't you supposed to say, like, wow, this is great imagery, black and white, and clouds. Yes. And, and, yeah. No, you're right. It's fun. And it's. But you know, it's dull. No, I'm just trying to. It's a comedy show. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Propellers. All this movie is missing is uh, The Rock as Black Adam. He That's came, he perfect. Was, yeah. That's the opposite of practical effects. It's like Black Adam, where everything is possible, so anything can happen. Right. Everything is CGI. That's right. Everything is CGI, so you can do anything. I, You know, we've come a long way, like you and me, buddy. I mean, from what yeah. we can see. I remember the first time I ever saw there was, you know, it's a practical effects world, right? I'm watching TV, and there's this Budweiser truck, and it morphs into a sports car, a Budweiser logoed sports car. I just, I, you know, like fell back on my chair. I mean, like, how can you, what kind of sorcery and magic do these people possess? You know, it was like one of the first computer graphic things I ever saw that, like, 
tricked me and I believed it. Right, sure. I remember going to see Terminator 2 and the guy morphed into, you know, he turned into liquid and what? Yeah. What kind that of was, world? I, I, I felt that with the, a little with the abyss too. Like that was just pretty nuts. Yeah. There's, there's some movies now that I see and I'm just amazed by this, how the special effects work and stuff I've never seen. But for the most part, like all this is just practical. They really had to build this and the smoke and the extras. Right. They really did every – now, the, there's only one person that the gas kills, and it's Mussolini. Poor Lord. Yeah. Oh, look, long live the chief. Long live the That's Chef. That says Chef. Oh, long live Chef. very popular. Yeah, I mean, it, well, there wasn't a lot of food around, and this guy could work miracles. They never really got newer, newer episodes of South Park, so they really were fans of the Chef. <laughs> they yeah. just didn't know. Oh, true. Look, it, it's so. They didn't predict anything here. Oh, no, this is what we do. We walk out of a diner and jump out of an airplane. Art Deco, we jump out of an Art Deco plane. Art Deco. That's right. Yeah. I don't know if it's literally right, but I mean. It looks more Space Invaders, I guess. Maybe they predicted a Space Invader. Okay, everyone, stand still. We don't have CGI, so you have to be in this shot, and you have to lay still. We don't have CGI. Here they are! They're tied up for the last 10 minutes until we got the sun right. Let me feel your head. <laughs> Let me take your pulse. I'll put my arm around you. Hello! <laughs> I'm free. Hello, comrades! Are they new people wearing the suits, or it's the people from peacetime, you know, from civilization yeah. world? Ah, pity the porch, Jeff. Look at him laying there. Man. His kind will never learn. Looks like great. Oh, everyone's like, what? Is it lunch yet? Is the commissary open? I feel great. Craft Services is here. Hello. Uh, I was promised a toy if I return a gun. Everyone get up now. Have your toys. All right, now here oh. we have the official council, and we're going to have a vision of the project. This, this is at an Apple store. Right. Now, let's listen to his All right. proclamation to the world again. It'd take forever. They got the last warlord. Warlord. That's what it is. Wings over the world is the name of their organization. So it's over to WOW. Wings over the world. Wow. Or what is Wawa? Waza. Wings oh, over the world. Yeah. Waza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was the great. Wow was perfect for marketing. Perfect. Can you so just call it Wings over world? Can you just? No, call it, it has to be the world. God damn, what our acronym. Okay, so now 
civilization will come to every city. What that means is industry. You get models. They're mining the land now. What they're going to do is they're going to, yeah, they're going to take these raw materials and turn them into a beautiful every town. Now look at this 1936. Right. Look. Why would this, you need a piece, a plank of wood? It's a long staircase. Uh, it's like the time. Right. No longer are we Exactly. We're seeing gas that turns the rock into mush or something. So is this the thing that came or when? And mushes. Look at that. I don't think we have that yet. Whoa! That was practical. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was not well, practical. I, my friend is trying to patent a, a, a wheel musher. What would you say? A hand musher? Yeah, like go. a hand. Oh, I guess it's one of those cranes. But... Um, it's a long process. He's got patent pending. Oh, I see. Looks like the Matrix a little. Oh, inside, like Zion? Yeah. Those uh, creepy. Yeah, they come out and they like attack your real life. And you're not even in the Right, you're in the real life. This is off limits. This, you have to have some boundaries with these. We'll fight you in the. Yeah. You built a, a battle. Uh, War, war, war world. You know, I hate you fucks, but I gotta admit, this is the greatest game in the world. Okay, so now we're gonna get a lot of montage. A lot of montage. We are gonna no get problem. so I'm, much montage. We're I have my turbine. I have my, turbine, yeah. I have my best of 80s electro pop uh, uh, <laughs> soundtrack. This would be perfect for it. Yeah, right? So, we're so fast. Missing Giorgio Moroder. Okay, I'll take the stairs. Ladder. We're just going to see montage of montage. Stairs and ladders. And now, you saw Metropolis, right? I have seen Metropolis, which is one of the public domain movies. Yeah, yeah. that's right, 1927. Before filming started, author H.G. Wells told everyone who'd fucking listen how much he hated Fritz Lang's film Metropolis, 1927. And how he wanted them to do the opposite of what Lang, who he called Lang, uh, and his wow. crew had done. H.G., listen, you know my name is Henry. He asked uh, director William Cameron Menzies to avoid patterning the, patterning the film after Lang's film. Uh, Menzies nonetheless drew, drew a great deal of inspiration from it, and he admitted... This lengthy montage depicting the tra what we're watching wow, right now. Yeah, look at that. That's crazy. He says it owes a huge debt to that 1927 film. Sure, this is like halfway during the film. We saw like civilization crumble, become warlords. Right. And uh, you know, then we see what reason is. technology. You remember that uh, SNL bit where uh, Bill. Bill Clinton is trying to get votes, and it's Phil Hartman, and he's in a McDonald's, uh -huh. and he's explaining explaining uh, warlords to a guy, and he's eating fries. He's like, <laughs> I see a note, or he takes a chicken nugget, and he's like, warlords. I always say that. It's a good bit. 
I need to. I need. Please send me a sure. link. Here you go. Sure. Do you have a Peacock account? Then you're fucked. <laughs> you're not. Now, is this interesting? Music recorded at the Scala Theatre, Charlotte Street, London, England, which is also where the final performance of the Beatles' A Hard Day's Night was shot. Is that interesting? Yeah, I guess so. I think I saw that movie. I saw that movie. Yeah, yeah I remember the scene. Uh, Alexander, <laughs> you do remember the scene? Yeah, but this is when they were in that weird warehouse. No, I guess not. I don't. I I just I know a hard day's night, but I just you don't remember when they walked through this factory. No, it's a studio. It's a studio. Gotcha. Right. I thought it was like leftover sets. Music recorded at the Scala Theater. So it's a theater. I'm not at the top of my game, Joe. Oh, it's Look fine. Then. This Thank is, you. This is more educational. We're learning about things to come. Yeah, I'm feeling. Yeah. For the poor audience, so that automated we're building a house is actually very okay. Here we go. All right, so we're this is ten more years. Twenty thirty six. Twenty thirty six. All right, yes. so thirteen more years. Right, and all the people we saw before won't be there anymore, and that's why I don't. One of the reasons I don't like this film, but we'll see the descendant again of our family. Is it Mussolini's descendant? Yeah, I killed my Mussolini dad. Wow, look at this. This this is pretty metropolis. Those tubes are terrible, man. If it breaks down, you're fucked. Now I was wondering to myself, is that like the tube we use to send messages in office buildings? Oh Maybe right, the or like when you go to the bank uh teller. Right. The drive through. So that was something that business used to do when films were black and white. So maybe. Right. Okay, now, we've got this modern world and this technology world. So what's this guy right here? He's going to be our new bad guy. And his name is Theopolis. Ooh. And, yeah. He will bluster about how fucked up all this technology is. And we need to go back to just being people. The good old days. All right, we got you. Stop holding up the wall. <laughs> you're holding it up. Some. <laughs> the day, the, you're right. So the dike sprung a leak. And it <laughs> right, yeah, it's like a bigger. Yeah, he was on duty. It's a, your civic duty if you live in the town. You, you know. Well, you know, he kind of screwed up. They're like, no, your finger, stick your finger in this. Not He's like, finger. oh, I'm so embarrassed. Like, um. Would be a good bit, like the guy. It's your shift at the dike, and like to the left, you plug a hole to the right, and then right by your crotch, a hole pops, and you're like, "What am I gonna do?" You plug the hole. Yeah. Um. Out of your life. <laughs> okay, so, so look how every town has changed. Totally yeah. a shopping mall with those. Yeah. There's the movie house. There's. There's Logan Five. There's Jessica Seven. Right. Hi, I represent how children are the same forever. And now we're gonna get like that's why I don't like this film. Some totally new guy, and he's the 
old, wise. He's going to just talk to his daughter. And Look, they're looking at New York. New York in 1925 is so funny. Yes, it was before Thanos snapped his fingers, and here we are today. But Daddy, how did he survive without yeah. without anti-dying machines? Hey, why is there a TV channel of old buildings? Yeah, look at the flat screen TV. They predicted that, I guess. That's what the internet wants to say. Look how modern it is. You can yeah. see right here the TV. Well, they predicted television. Television was around by that point, 36. Yes, it was. But, of course, it was the cathode ray. So it right. was a curved... I mean, there was a tube, and there's nothing flat screen. You have to, all, all chairs are translucent. Yeah, that's right, in the future. So I can see your ass, honey. <laughs> <laughs> when you sit down, you freaky girl, you'll see your ass. I this made is... up a new chair. Did you fart? No, it wasn't me. I don't know. I kind of... Kind of see a little Steve. Little, <laughs> little do. <laughs> it was a little, yeah, it was a little moister. <laughs> like the glass clouded up. Okay. All right. I will never <laughs> sit on a translucent chair just for that. Yeah, I got her little 1930s dolly. Right. Well, those are everything. So what else is on TV? Can I change the channel? No. Yeah, really, please. Finally have a TV. Daddy wants Great. to watch his stories. Okay, so in general, this movie was extremely well-received by British critics. At the box office, however, it was a disaster, failing to oh. garner large audiences after its profitable first week in cinemas. You see, it blew up the first week. Everyone right. was so into it. And then, and then bad word of mouth. Done that. People were at the water cooler that Monday, and they're like, did you see that stinker thing? <laughs> stinker, huh? I was going to take my sweetheart. <laughs> Actually, sweethearts, my kid and his wife. I bring my own candy. Uh, the movie drew huge audiences upon its opening in New York City. Advertisements for this movie mentioned that large crowds continually flocked to the New York City's Rivoli Theater from 9.30 a.m. on opening day until the ad went to press four days later. The initial oh. interest in the movie wore off. Look at this phone, this video phone. Oh. Well, he's he's watching a broadcast. Theophilus is, like, gonna... It's not like a phone. It's like a t little TV. They don't have like a glass tray to put your uh, keyboard underneath the desk, you know. <laughs> and then like a glass uh, cabinet where you can put your computer uh, box. Look how he's not wearing pants. He's got his legs. I know. They're looking, he's been crossing his legs the whole time. Well, we you don't want. Oh, he's wearing safety shorts. Strike <laughs> a pose. <laughs> There's nothing to it. Jump. Come on, Superman, jump. Yeah, right, with his face. At least they're, like, doing clothes that look different, at least. 
Not the right. hairstyles, but the clothes those crocs. You got crocs. <laughs> Everyone else has like normal shoes. Oh, oh two way radio. Come in, Dick Tracy. This has to be half matted. Like they have to I don't think they have enough people there at once. So what is gonna happen now is we're going to have the people who are trying to um you know, they're just they're in charge of the technology and one of the things they're doing is they're gonna send a spacecraft to the moon. Now it's not gonna land on the moon, it's just gonna go around the moon just like right. we did. And this has no idea what we did. And but, the, animal, the animals going to be in a satellite orbiting around? No, it will be two people. As a matter of fact, they're both of the daughters. Uh, we'll see. Okay, so then um, there's Theophilus who doesn't want it, and he wants the launch stopped, okay, because he's against technology. Now, what's interesting is they don't do a rocket. They do a space gun. It's okay. going to pow, shoot you like a bullet to the moon. That's kind of cool. So they, you have like a cartridge, like a, a bullet spaceship, and then you... Yes. You, yeah. It's it's a mega, mega cannon kind of looking thing. And, uh, you know, humans are in a capsule that gets put in like a, as if you're stuffing a musket. They and really then, did that. Bang. They spent so much money to build a space rocket, a cannon. <laughs> They need a space gun. They need a space gun. Does it look like they've used it before? No, it's <laughs> the first time, right? It wasn't smoking. I'm saying, like, it's one of those one-item kitchen uh, accessories you don't need. Like, you know, does it mash potatoes at least? <laughs> yeah. No, no, it shoots, a, it shoots a bullet ship out in space. Now, look, here is Theophilus, and he's being projected as, you know, larger than life. It is kind of cool how throughout the years they use it for technology. There's so look, the phone. there he is in the studio, and you see the iPhone there? Yeah, iPad. the iPhone, yeah. So, this guy has this. Yeah, he's watching the iPhone, too. That it's... man is being heard by millions of people. Let's hope they don't heed his, you know. But they will, and they'll, like, riot sure. to go kill the space gun. So their plot is, Fucker right now. Let's just Let's, shoot it. We do it now. Any questions? Yes, what are you wearing? How do we know the gun's pointed the right way? What Wait, what if they overshot? They're gonna shoot them around the moon the the moon? Yeah, you see, they're gonna Yeah, they're gonna shoot Gravity them around like, the like shot them. No, but yeah. seriously, that's what we did. We didn't uh, build a cannon. Uh, no, we didn't. We just, but I'm saying, first time we went to the moon, we didn't land. We slingshot. Right. Uh, perhaps ignoring the fiction part of the science fiction movie, scientific contemporaries criticized it on scientific and technical grounds. The Journal of British Interplanetary Society insisted that the space travel depicted was unfeasible as a space gun used to launch these two citizens into space would require greater force than the human body could strain. The space gun moved opposite to the physics action. Well, I'll say that part when we get there. Like, 
the way they do it in the movie, they sort of cock the gun and let it go, like as if you were pulling back a slingshot. Sure, and he ricochets saying, out yeah. of the Earth and into the outer stratosphere. But they're saying that the way the gun fires doesn't. Okay, I'm going to read it. Space gun moves opposite to how physics action reaction explains the system would behave if there was such a thing as a giant gun launcher. The movie depicts the barrel moving downward against its base, then slowly moving upwards like it's spitting out the rocket ship. If taken literally, that amount of barrel travel at such a slow rate would not move the ship out of the barrel. Ship launched by explosive effect out of a gun would have the barrel moving downward, downward simultaneously. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. This recoil, buddy. Right. This they didn't do it. They pulled it back like a slingshot right. and shot. Instead and of it, like shooting in it, bounces. Yeah, like. Recoil. And there's no sonic boom around this shopping mall that like breaks uh, all these tubes and shit like that. Doesn't it look like Ro Logan's Run? Uh, no, there's no, there's no repercussion. They're doing the fucking space gun, Theopolis. Hey, are there even any stores in this mall? They, they no. obviously don't have wallets or pockets. They don't have money. They, they, everything, if you're hungry, fed. Right. Need now, a seat. Let me get yeah. some lucite. Look, what we got here is the naysayer again. Ah, war. You know, he's the same guy in his in his uh, pantyhose here, and he's saying, "You kids shouldn't fly into space. It's dangerous." That's will be his whole message. I don't like this. Hello. Are, did you turn the sound off again? Maybe. I wanted to hear what you had to say. Okay, never mind me. <laughs> I didn't tell people who were prepared for that. An ugly spectacle of race. There's nothing wrong in puppies who suffer for a purpose. Our revolution exactly. is That's what my wife says. Right. I'm suffering here, you fucks. But it's for a purpose, these children. Oh, shut up, what? child. Guns in urgent danger? Oh, here we go. Some family drama. What's that rumble wumble noise? There's a riot at the food court. <laughs> oh, it's Rock Against Dinos. Wow. Yeah, what's, what are they doing? They're going to climb that and knock it over? Uh, I don't really know. That's not the space gun. Uh, the space gun's sort of like out in the field on its own, you know, sort of like, sort of looks like Arizona desert kind of place, and they're all going to flock there. So I think they're just getting rallied right now. It must be the Arizona desert because they're all wearing shorts, like short shorts. The dude on the right, the guy talking right now, yeah. he has great legs. 
take them out. <laughs> see? Yeah, they are really yeah. great legs. Yeah, oh, you know, now, which re- yeah. reminds me, I've seen a chicken heterosexual. Chicken. All right. No, well, sorry. I... Okay, sorry. No, you first. It reminds me I was gonna have chicken tonight. Go ahead. But is that white? That's dark meat. That's dark meat. I uh, no, I was just saying, like in a heterosexual way, I think that his legs are pretty sexy. You you Look, researched this movie. Ooh, a uh, helicopter. Oh, there was no such thing. So this is the one thing. I mean, just flat screen TV. Come on, Vinny. You just may have a TV that's flat. That's all. There on the. Sorry, I'm singing the theme to Mash. Go ahead. Now everyone can. That's not the theme to Mash. It's, I believe it is. All right, let's hear it. Do 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 do. Coming up next, Mash. Another Mash. Do 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 do. Sorry, I don't know. Do 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 do. That's what you're singing. I shall return. It goes dun 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 right? Okay, there is space gun. There's the space gun. Yes, and it's intimidating. And when I look at space gun, you're manly. You I I don't know, I feel really defensive about that. You know, like they must be threatening gun. If they do speed it off, there's going to be, like, birds dropping out of the sky and oh, cows being knocked at tips. It's terrible. Okay, so there the, there was no fucking chopper. So, I mean, sure, Leonardo da Vinci had drawn it, so maybe it came from somewhere. But, you know, the concept. Sure. But we, they, they didn't have choppers, so that thing blew people's minds. This is the first helipad at a uh, casino. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Yes, your room is ready, Mr. Lipschwartz. <laughs> it's future tyrant, future warlord. Okay, so now they're going to like a stuff in a musket. They're going to, okay, they're going to get into this capsule and then it's going to get stuffed down the gun. Star Trek. They predicted Star Trek. Right. Who are you going to guess? Yeah. I'm, I guess I, those are cool, that glass elevators. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, talk about like 80s, I guess, 70s uh, hotel architecture. But you go up and you can look down at the lobby. Before you get to your room. Before you get vertigo coming out this of there. Is a, yeah, that's what I – high anxiety. High that anxiety. Well, that's that's the famous San Francisco hotel that has uh, those glass elevators. And you go up in the actual – you know, the, the, uh, when you go out is inside your room. Okay, it's a lot they're of, going. It's all balconies, so it's all real when you go up to your room. So it's scary. Ah, you were scared? I was a little. I had the hotel heebie-jeebies. (laughs) I had to call the hotel detective. I thought that was a hotel ghost. (laughs) You know, the usual. And then once up, I was living in the hotel. Um, It was so funny because he was scared of heights. 
So the doctor just diagnosed him with high anxiety. Yeah. I know, right? I like that movie. Now, that's a dumb, dumb bullet. This is his dumb. All right, so they're going to load the dumb, dumb bullet. <laughs> they don't have a bottom chamber or anything that just sticks up there? I guess it's a cannon, I guess. Okay, so here comes the crowds. And through some method of technology, Theophilus will get to speak to our hero as if they're standing next to us. Look, see that sort of microphone thing he's holding? Maybe that's the explanation. They could talk over a ravine. Turn it on again. This is basically H.G. Wells spouting off, you know. Which might be more fun to read. Yeah. To come? You mean bluster, bluster, bluster. They don't want this expedition? Right, they don't. He wants to sh shut down technology. Are they, are they anti-Ludites or Ludites? I don't know. Yeah. What's a Ludite? There was some dude who, like, he hated technology. And people were like, no, you got to like technology. So this is a phrase, like, anti-Ludite and Ludite. All right, okay, so he, Yeah, they're Ludites. They're against technology. Did I say it backwards? I don't know. This is the second time I've had this conversation, so I'm an idiot. Okay. The right. um, the script or film treatment and selected production notes were published as a book in wow. 35, reprinted in 40 and 75. Um, an academic edition annotated by blah, blah, blah was published in 2007. The script contains many scenes that were either never filmed or no longer oh. exist, although the extant footage uh, also includes scenes not in the published script. So they he wrote stuff they didn't shoot, and they right. shot stuff he didn't write. But this is all grand-scale stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, we saw war. Look at this. This has to be, like, maybe some matte paintings or whatever, but... Or models, but it's really cool. A lot of the people. art, the art design guy was like the brother of the producer. Oh, he I was gonna say his name was that. Wells. I saw that in the credits. No, no. Did you uh, know the time? The time machine, one of the most recent versions, was directed by the grandson of Clark Aiken. Oh yeah, I think I did hear that. That's interesting. Yeah. The Guy Pierce version. Now this director, uh, I haven't really talked about him, but he did son. He did okay. This guy was really a production design person, and it was – he created the job title production designer. Look, you see wow. how it – yeah. It yeah. didn't recoil, it backed. Well, I can't hear you from the explosion. Meanwhile, in outer space, a new neighbor joins us yeah. as Space Bullet 1 approaches our atmosphere. This is so, um, this is our big end. Really? In, yeah, in which it's going to be like, what shall become of us? What path will we choose? 
destroying technology or embracing it. It's it's a it's a wrap up to. Uh, I don't know. See, they didn't start out the film asking that question. The film wasn't done well. It wouldn't be fair if the people, their ancestors, asked that question, and the film ends with their, you know, future uh, guys asking the same question. Same question. Yeah. You got to listen now. It's public domain, Mike. It's public domain. All right, conquest against conquest. conquest. This is the whole pontificating, all this whole movie. Yeah, now this movie, unfortunately, it starts at the beginning and goes to the end. There isn't a thematic. Uh, let's let's through line. Think, yeah, there's no through line. I think this movie just likes the sound of its own voice. Yeah, yeah. Comes our big end. He's like, we're just animals. Uh. But, 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 yeah, and there's a big but. Now he looks up when he says the but. So are we going to be animals or are we going to be a plant? He's still talking. Which shall it be? Oh, is this the end? The astral yeah, music? See how you had to ask, is this the end? Because the Well, it was. Yes, it was the end. Because the film doesn't take us, doesn't give us a story. It doesn't start with the beginning, have a middle act, and go, this film sucks. It looks nice. I'm sorry, I'm waiting for the court. So you do not like this movie? No, I, I think this movie was poorly done. I think it's extremely interesting. Yeah. I mean, there's some great graphics and things to do with the cyberspace. Yeah. You always hear about film history and how they spent so much money on, on the scenery. And you see it. You definitely see, like, every penny spent uh, on yes. screen. But there's no through line, as you said. Right. Nothing crescendos like a lot of generational movies like this, about Atlas or something abstract like that. They they have a reason for it. His reason yeah, is that war Cloud is bad. It's a good example, Cloud Atlas, because there was a story there, and these these different time periods related to each other. Right, and there were it was about war. A lot of it was about war. Future was people. All right, yeah. I his people. That, I remember that scene. He was in the nut house and he just yeah. walked. Oh, I got to check that movie out. I got to try to pretend to read that book again. Oh, you haven't seen that film? Tom Hanks' Oh, I have. Him. No, I, ha I have. Yeah, I, okay. I seen it once. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. Carl, wow. Things to come. Gone. Our next left. movie. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's about a Fantastic Four convention. Things to come. Ah! Yeah. All right. I should have used that joke during the movie. Carl, the movie's over, and we are going to be back next week with a brand new movie. I texted you an interesting film called The Lathe of Heaven. Oh, all right. The Lathe of Heaven. <laughs> all right, cool.
Carl, we'll be watching Late Night Heaven next week on CG Radio, as we are on every Sunday at 2 p.m. next week. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Friend, I wrote this song. Uh, my turn ons are satin shoes that the main campaign tickles my nose. I love to pee outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the oh, oh, duh. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube. Sunday at 2 p.m. We are also uh, available as a podcast.
Black Plastic Mutiny Radio. Dot FM.
guys.
Ha, 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 ha. 